Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, guys. It's Tommy. There's no Angelica, but I'm Phil. And you're listening to Real Talk. All right, so like my dad said, we have no Angelica today. She is in South Carolina with John. They just closed on their apartment today. They sent us pictures of them signing the paperwork. Is that what I said? You said apartment. It's a condo. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. It's the same thing. It's a small like... Apartment's like you rent an apartment, so... Okay, whatever. Congratulations, Angelica. Congratulations, Angelica. I can't speak. Okay, I'm very excited. That's why I can't speak. So, since we, I mean, listen, we can't have two men talking about The Bachelor. That's a lot of male energy, and it's a female show, pretty much, right? Is that fair to say? Okay, so we had to replace Angelica for the day. Who better? Okay, first of all, good news. We got our equipment in. The equipment that allows us to call people in. Very exciting. Cost me a lot of money. (laughs) Who better to replace Angelica for the day than the one... Her clone! I'm dead! It's so accurate! I'm so excited, I literally can't even speak. Okay, cool. I can't get it out quick enough. Our first guest is on today, guys. We're so, so, so excited. We're calling her. She is truly one of my best friends. She is my favorite Big Brother player ever. I'm not kidding, ever. When I watched her on the show, I was freaking out, and this is before I met her. She came off the show, I DM'd her right away, and we actually became friends because she's a major Broadway fan. So it was really insane the fact that we she was my favorite, then we became best friends, and then I went on the show. It's it's absolute insanity. She knows my entire family. She's literally perfect. She's my favorite person in the world. She is a Brooklynite, a long Long Island girl, the one, the only, the legendary. Drum roll, please. Go for it. Caitlin Herman. Woo! Love Caitlin. I love her podcast. So excited. I can't wait to talk to her. Quarter can we, Life Crisis. Can, can we call her now to make yeah, sure Yeah, we'll call her right now. But, oh yeah, guys, FYI, there's a lot of technical difficulties. We actually already recorded the first two minutes of this podcast and then had to restart it because it wasn't recording. So, uh, but I think we're working now and we're going to call Caitlin with this new equipment that we're so excited to be testing out. <gasps> it's working. <laughs> It's working! Are you sure? Yes! <laughs> You're on the show! Oh, man, it's awesome! I'm so happy, Caitlin. You're our first guest that we could ever call in ever, and we can see you. Wow! Hold yes. on, hold on. I'm gonna turn the heat off. <laughs> no, leave it on. We love the heat. Bring the I heat, don't baby. Oh, literally the heat. I thought you meant the heat because you were just spanking your booty, but no, you literally meant the heat. No, no, I don't. Got it. I don't, I don't want to be loud. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Oh my gosh. Sure, sure, sure. You're our first guest ever. This is working. I can't tell you how happy I am. This Wait, is the should I? Of a new um, error. Wait, should I hold my mic just for um, general? Thinking I'm there. Yes, absolutely. Please, please go get <laughs> or it. Or should I use my or should I use my water bottle? Like, no, I'll get my bag. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is the beginning of a new era for us. So Caitlin, what an episode, huh? What an app. What an app. Are we starting now? No, we're literally in. This has all been recording. 
But I'm going to edit this out. It's per- I could edit it. I don't it think you should. I don't yeah, believe no, that. No, no, it's, it's real. We're good. It's real talk. Okay. Um, first of all, let's begin with a pleasure and an honor uh, and a privilege to be here with you gentlemen this evening. My, oh God, my God. My God. Caitlin, is... we love you so much. I, I mean, you didn't hear the intro that I gave you, but we hyped you up, obviously, because I told the, the listeners, you were my favorite Big Brother player. I was obsessed with you. And then we started talking because you like Broadway. And then I went on the show and you just got close with my family when I was in the house. Like, the trajectory of our friendship is actually insane. I literally feel like we were meant to be friends. Oh, 100%. Tommy, I will never forget this. I don't know that I've ever said this on like a podcast. I don't think I've ever told the story, but I will never forget when I was in Palm Springs. This was maybe like, you you were not on the show yet, but maybe like around March or, no, it was around May. It was around yeah. May. And I went with some of my favorite guys from casting. And we just had like a beautiful weekend of us just getting drunk and being, you know, going to the gay bars and doing all this stuff. And at this point, I had never met Tommy, but I felt this like strange allegiance to him. So like, even when we were all drunk, and I'm with friends of mine, like good friends, I was still like, so like, what's the latest like with Tommy? Like, because they were casting Big Brother. Yeah. I'm like, so like, how how far are we gonna get? And you could tell like one drink in, and they're like, Caitlin, like stop, like don't do this. Like you know we can't tell you. And then I like I'd see them, I'd see them take another shot, and I'd be like, any word? Like what's going on with yeah, Tommy? Yeah. <laughs> and then it got to the point where I remember I was so drunk, they were so drunk, and I called Tommy. I was just laying out at the pool. I was like, boys, I'll be right back. I like a whale, and now sprawled out against the lounge chair. And I call you, and I just go, well, oh, you're in. Thank you, Ryan. I think I you're at the beach this. or something. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, I was at the beach. Information. You're right. You have a yeah. good memory. Yeah, I'm like bizarre. I can meet you one time and see you in another state in like a CVS waiting on the pharmacy line. And I'll be like, oh, my God. <laughs> hey. I'm so dead. Oh, so, wow. Well, we love you know. so much. What? You did not know that. When you were in the house, we were struggling a little bit in here, and we actually called Caitlin, and she helped us. She walked us through some of the things, and and was very helpful for us. Thank you. I wish. I only wish that my parents had someone like me to explain to to them what it would be like, because it is freaking weird to feel so alone in that situation, but you guys had it good, like. I mean, I'm sure, I think you guys were very interactive with the fans while Tommy was in the house. And um, I think that that was really good for, for all of you. For me too, honestly, they really helped me out by doing that because they got to see that side of me. Like that's real. This is really who I am. My family. Yeah. On TV, you can be perceived or you can be edited to be something that you're not. And when people get to see you, like your element, your home, they get to see another side of you. So actually, I really think that they help me out too by being so. Yeah. Involved. Oh my God. 100%. And Tommy, it will, I will never forgive. I will never forgive Big Brother producers and that whole fight that happened um, the night before I came into host a competition where you guys were like all being very clicky in the HOH room and leaving people out. So that's the episode that I was supposed to be on for. We didn't get to see the episode that was you 
falling to the ground, like having an absolute seizure when I walked in that house. Like <laughs> I will never, ever forget that moment of me walking in because I'm nervous. This is the first time I'm walking back in the Big Brother house for the first time. One, I'm honored that they even like want me in the house to do this. Tommy, your face, I will never be able to forget it. It's like you saw a ghost and Santa at the same time and you were just like... <laughs> And there were moments, Tommy, where we would, like, we would grab each other's hands and we would just look at each other and you'd be like. Because, Caitlin, that was the first time we were meeting. I know. We had spoken, like, we became, like, pen pals for a whole entire year. We were, like, talking. We became close friends. But I had never met her. And then I I wind up in the house the year after she does. And then she comes back to coast to host to come. It was insane. But we couldn't talk about how we were talking beforehand. So literally, she comes in. She contractually can't say a word to any of us. But no. like, there was so much being said oh, no, with just the looks. We were literally just looking at each other like, hi, nice to meet you. You're good. <laughs> like, just like everything was being said at once. No, Tommy, you were so like, I was trying so hard to like get shit, especially when, once we got in that backyard. Cause you know, I was being shady and I mm-hmm. was like, sh- I was like saying what I like to it. it and in my, in my ear the whole time, they're like, can you fucking cut it out? And I'm like, no, nope. like I won't do it. I was like, at this point you guys aren't kicking me out. But like, tell me you were so invested in watching the competition when I was literally just trying to stare at you and make eye contact the whole time and be like, <laughs> I know because you know why, honestly, I get nervous like to break rules like that. So I, I like couldn't. Like I didn't want to communicate. I didn't want to break the rules. I didn't want to get caught for no ahead of time. I didn't want to know. I j- literally was just like focusing on the competition. I can't look at her. I can't try and get that <laughs> inside scoop because then I just get so nervous breaking rules like that, honestly. I have to just say no. one thing. I'm so sorry. I had to jump I, no, on. No, Victoria's in, our producer. Yes, I'm so sorry. I just had to jump on because I will never forget FaceTiming with Caitlin throughout the summer. And she said to me, she said, um, Tommy's going to lose his mind. And I said, why? She's like, yeah, I'm going to host a competition. I said, oh. oh. I said, he is going to pass out. I said, he's actually going to pass out when he sees you. And then she told me how she was squeezing your hand and everything. But I, w- I was dying. I was like, yeah, I don't know. He's going to jump over the fence and come home sooner than we think because. <laughs> and you did. She came back. She's like, he died. No, I literally threw myself I on the floor. So it was insane. No. Tommy, you were, you were, you were not okay. No, I wasn't okay. Like I, and no one will ever see that moment. Like that's so annoying. We go on this show to be recorded 24 seven, but some of the best moments don't make it on the air. I literally walked in and it was nighttime and I was like, I don't want to do one of those dumb ass things that people do where they open the door and go, I'm back. So I literally walked in and I was like, when's dinner? And I was like, why is that not being shown? I know it was so good because we literally were cooking dinner at the time. I know. (laughs) Like we were like, it, it actually, that's right. I actually remember like thinking, oh, what an interesting creative way to walk in actually. Like, I was like, that was so good. She said, when's dinner? Because we're cooking dinner. No one's ever said that. Thank you for noticing that. But one show that I want to talk about, especially, I mean, while we're here, I mean, I'm doing transition work. Like, this is my show. I love you. (laughs) Guys, we need to discuss something. Before we get into the logistics of tonight's Bachelor episode, do you think at some point we can see anyone on the show eating a meal? Just once. I just want to know what someone's eating on the show. 
Yeah, you're 100% right. They never show that. And I, I always get so interested to look at that stuff on reality TV. Like, did you ever notice on the challenge they get food catered because it's covered in plastic wrap? Yeah, they have mm-hmm. to also because they're like in crazy places, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. Yeah, but we never see them eat on The Bachelor. Never. I just, I just want to see someone eat. I wonder what, I mean, I don't know why that is, yeah. Well, it's, they're just too so busy showing drama. Today was I want I want drama behind a meal. I think we need to start a campaign. Yeah, this is, we're on Food to something on the here. <laughs> I'm a justice dates, warrior. They're, they're literally on like one-on-one dates she and they don't eat. Cook. We thought we were going to get it tonight. Oh yeah, they were. That's the other thing. You're right. We thought that they were gonna cook a meal. They baked some cookies. They were they baked, literally just rolling. And guess rolling. what? And guess what? We saw one moment of Kit spoon feeding Matt Rado. Did we see a final product? Did we no. see a moment of a cheers of a cookie, a dunk into some milk? I saw none of that. No, I saw none of that. None of it. You're so right. <laughs> why is that? There's something more to it that we don't know about. There's a and reason I'm, why. I'm willing to start. I'm willing to start today. The campaign starts tomorrow. That's We're going to make merch. Yeah. Yes. Because everyone wants that shirt. Every That's it. Um, I'm going to do some homework and figure out why. I wonder like, if there's someone I could reach out to that might know. But that's like really interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so tell us what you thought about the episode. Like, I want to hear all your thoughts on Queen Victoria. I actually really especially want to hear your thoughts on the bullying that has been very prominent in this season because... Well, yeah, that's. I think that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Let's start with a hot take. Let's start yes. with a hot take. I don't know if you guys have discussed this yet on your show. What? Who you believe is in the running to be The Bachelorette. Now, I have some stake in this. Uh, f- community of listeners, can we all pretend for a minute that, like, you guys have loyalty to me and whatever I say here stays here? Please, thank you. I don't know how tight-knit the they real do. talk group is. Okay, great. So I'm, about to, I'm about to say some shit. So I may or may not know someone that is, like, going on. So I'm very invested, very invested in who will become the Bachelorette said bachelorette now in the beginning i was like oh it's gonna be abigail without it without a shadow of a doubt it'll be abigail because we've never had someone that has a hearing impairment um we've never i don't know she's a very sweet girl she had a beautiful storyline tonight opening up about her father and the whole thing yeah absolutely i'm telling you right now i'm gonna say a hot take what i believe the next bachelorette will be katie Oh, I would love that. All I'm right. Obsessed so, with her. so obsessed. There are some rumors, and the three people are Bree Springs, Abigail, and Katie. Let me ask you something. Let's have a follow up. Do you think that Bree can carry a show? The most gorgeous girl there. Can she carry a show? No, she can't carry a show. So Bree is out. Let's do the final two. We got Katie and we got Abigail. And as much as I love Abigail, like. Katie is getting this edit. She's a justice warrior. She's sticking up for people. She's kind of goofy. We have sexual positive health yep. going on with her. Like, it's a different kind of vibe. We've never seen it. I think it's going to be Katie. Yeah, I, I think so too, a thousand percent. And I am a big Katie fan. She did look a little jealous tonight, though. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I think we all get like that. 
you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like that's Michelle. That's that's part of you it. Know? We see Michelle today. Michelle was having a hard time on the group date. She walked in, got a one-on-one, and then it was amazing. And now she has to watch her guy that she's into be with other women. It's got to be very difficult. And that's how the other girls felt when she came in and got a one-on-one. Yeah. I feel bad for Michelle because she's obviously 10 times, like, better in every way than these women. And I just, I don't, I, I'm annoyed that she's even there. You know, (laughs) I think it takes a very different type of person to even go on a dating show in general. Not to say that the opportunity isn't like unbelievable and it's a once in a lifetime and you should go, you know, outside of your comfort zone and do stuff like that. But I don't know to, to go on a dating show. That's one thing I put my foot down on. That's not something I hear you. I do. I do think yeah. that we need more people like her on dating shows, though, for them to actually be successful. Because if it was all um, Queen Victoria's or even I think about Kelsey from last season with the champagne in the face or Peter season that was, if it was all girls like that, then I, it wouldn't be interesting. It's about finding no. love. At the core, we need the women like Michelle. The, the do we do we think that Victoria? What about you guys? Like I don't know. Do you guys think that Victoria was planted there, or you think it's the real deal? Well, we had been saying on the show that we think that she is planted, but then I got uh, a message from this girl Alyssa Amorosa, who's very into the reality TV world. She has a, a podcast with Barstool. She does her digging and her homework, and she says that Victoria is real. Mm-hmm. So, See, I saw a TikTok recently of a girl saying, like, no, no, guys, like, I went to high school with her. She's, like, not well. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I guess wow. this isn't a, an act. He loved her. Yeah, I, I actually thought she was great TV. You know what? I agree with you for a yes. few reasons. One... <laughs> People like Victoria make my t- my short stint on the air um, seem normal. You know, like if it weren't for people like Victoria, I would still be known as some cuckoo kachoo from CBS on season 20 of Big Brother. But because of people like Victoria, I look really good. Um, I look really pretty. I look really refreshed and normal. So you were perfect I, on the show. Like, I'm sorry. It, you never seemed crazy. You were just fun. You were never crazy. You were just fun. That's how I felt watching you. Even when and I, I love it, you. I and I love you. It. I watched it two more times. I Do you know I actually literally watched season 20 twice since I got off the show? Like I literally watched just rotating seasons all year long. Like nonstop. And I've That's watched season 20 twice since I've been on. And I still... I, I, I don't think that you're crazy on it. I never did. I, and I, Thank I, you. It, it, I was definitely a little misunderstood, but I mean, Victoria, I don't think is misunderstood. Like, right, exactly. I think there's, yeah, it's, there's it's a, a big difference. difference. Yeah. The edit. It's like, come on, babe. Yeah. She that's, just, that's you. Well, she says things that are just like a little out of line. And listen, I have, I think because of the nature of my season of big brother, the word bullying is very just like triggering for me, especially. Sure. And when I see, I see, we see this come up on show after show, bullying, bullying, bullying. The way it gets thrown around, it has a lot of weight to it, that word. Mm-hmm. And I have mixed feelings about it because while I do not condone bullying, 
the facts are, it's reality TV. You want to be yourself and you want to fight. That is the point of the show is for people yeah. to fight. So like, how do you work that balance between fighting and being real and, and not, you know, crossing a line? Like I, I well, here's the thing. Answer. Here's the thing. I think that the original girls, as MJ would like to call the varsity girls, mm-hmm. um, are deeply disturbed in the fact that they think that these new girls that came in, they had any say in when they were coming. Right. I mean, they were so up in arms and so rude to these new girls when it's like, you think they're happy? They've been sequestered for longer than you. They're getting the shit end of the stick here. The least you can do is be like, if you were that confident, the way I see this as like a life coach, honestly, mm-hmm. it's like all of their deflections and insecurities were coming through at the highest regard. Because if you were that confident in yourself, or your connection with Matt, but forget the connection with Matt, even in yourself, a few girls walking in a few weeks in should not even rattle you at all because you're like, no, I'm, I'm different. Like we are not comparable. I'm Caitlin and you are this person and we are different and it is what it is. But it's like Victoria, I think was a bit of a bully. 100%. The rest of the girls, I think were just, like a little, like they isolated and they were just like a little catty, but I didn't, I don't think that the other girls were bullies, just Victoria. I, I do agree with that. I, I look at like Anna in particular. And oh God. I feel bad because like, it, like you just said, if the girls were in a secure, confident place, if they were feeling good, they weren't. And, and she never did. We saw that Anna struggled, like take the bullying out of it, that whole entire story arc. We saw that Anna was struggling. You could see it on yeah. her face. She, her light just continued to dim with every episode that went on. On on this first episode of this season, she actually was my favorite. I said, that girl looks like a Disney princess. Her smile <laughs> is so bright. It's radiating through the TV. I love her. And then with every episode that got went on, the light dimmed. And yeah. she got to a dark place is what I saw. I don't know if it's true or not. And she, you know, she heard a rumor that this girl's an escort. Like, that that's, someone told her that. How is it fair to, you know, I don't, I don't know if I agree with the way that she was sent out and just like, you know, the way that they treated Anna for bringing that up. Like, if she really was told that, listen, I think that she got carried away. Like, I don't think that it was coming from a good place. I think that it was coming from a place of hurt. But is that enough to like shun this girl and I don't know, send her away. Like I just feel like sending her away because of that to me wasn't fair. Send her away because you don't have a connection with her, but because she's a bully and said this, it it doesn't feel warranted. It it feels like very aggressive for the crime that was done. Well, I'm sure that Anna feels good now because did you guys see that whole thing with, um, with um, Brittany's, like the girl that she's accusing to be an escort, X, Y, and Z. No, Brittany's no. like, a guy came through and was like, um, she, this girl, Brittany, completely used me for um, my money and I took her to Dubai and she and I had a whole arrangement. And so it's like, although Anna was actually technically correct, 
And although it probably wasn't in her, but I, I think the rule is if you know anything about someone going in, just shut up. Yeah, like, just honestly, just shut up because like you're making yourself even more of a target and it's just not your fucking place. That's number yeah, one. Oh, sorry. Do we not curse here? I don't know. Anyway. We curse. We curse. You're good. Um, so yeah, there's that. But like, yeah, apparently like Brittany like has done stuff like that. So right. I'm sure Anna feels pretty good today. So here's another thing now. So I watched something today where Matt was golfing with his friends and he, one of his friends decides to try and throw him off a little bit and goes, so um, how's Victoria's body? It didn't look that good to me. And everybody starts laughing. So isn't Matt doing the same thing that he now threw Anna out and Victoria? And then you he just come out and say, oh, I, I have to watch who my friends are. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. But... They yeah, all like laughing, and then he missed right. the putt. Listen, people mess up. Nobody is perfect, but no. then to like label somebody as a bully and therefore cancel them—that I don't agree with. That I think cancel cancel culture in itself is such. Uh, you don't know how much I hate the cancel culture. It's not. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. Tough. It's I not good it. for so many reasons. But someone said to me the other day, I forgot who it was, and it totally resonated with me. But it's like. If we don't have, like, cancel culture, I mean, if we don't have, like, we don't have culture, like, we need people to make mistakes so they can grow and change. Like, what are we going to do? Give everyone one chance to make it right? Like, absolutely not. Like, I completely agree. Like, what is that? Why? Why is that happening here? I've seen cancel culture ruin people's lives and... I think especially, like, my friends' lives. Like, listen, it goes back to my season on Big Brother. I, I Yeah. When, you, when you're when you on the show, you carry with you a lot of things that happen in the house throughout life. And yeah. that is something that is still, again, like, very triggering for me. Like, even cancel culture. I've watched good people, like, really become something else because of their experience when they get off of a show because of the things that people say to them yeah and like it ruins people's lives it ruins 100 percent. but tommy let me also tell you this that i was in the running i was definitely canceled when i walked out of that house and i mean i had a boyfriend that i emotionally cheated on in front of national like in front of america and beyond like i was not i was canceled by People I don't know and people I do know. But the great part about being canceled or being in that position is that you can't be canceled if you don't allow yourself to get canceled. Yeah. So I always say that to people too when they get off shows. Like, no, yeah, people are judging you right now and they're trying to cancel you, but you can't get canceled unless you allow them to cancel you. Like, wow. you continue to show up and you explain what you did was wrong and you keep growing and you keep educating yourself and you don't shut the fuck up about it. You don't shut up, shut up about what you've learned. You don't go rogue. You don't go silent. You show up for everyone else saying, I was fucking wrong. Holy shit, I'm a maniac. Like, guys, like, join me in this journey to change. And you just don't go anywhere. And therefore, you end up not getting canceled. Like, wow. just don't hide when you're canceled. Yeah, I'm actually obsessed with that. I'm literally obsessed with that. That's like what I beat the system. What can I say? I'm literally going to carry that with me after this. Like that's you have to, you have to. And that goes for everyone listening. Not, I mean, listen, cause that's extremely unrelatable. I'm sure there's people at home listening being like, 
Yeah, like, I'm, like, for sure going to get canceled. Like, America's going to hate me. Like, no, you're probably not. You're an average Joe Schmo sitting in your den. (laughs) But in the event that you're in high school or something and, like, your friends are, like, making fun of you or your friends are judging you or whatever, like, no, you don't, like, their opinions and what they're saying to you is just a sentence. Like, you're the one that holds makes value of what they're saying. Like, just don't fucking do it. Like, don't give them value. Right. Yeah, you're 100% right. I love that. I love that so much. Anyway. um, Can we talk about MJ? Yeah. Tell me your thoughts. A lot. I think that she is just, again, really struggling. Like, I think that she's really struggling, really, really worried about how she's going to be editing, edited. I think that she's super aware that she's on a television show. And she's actually extremely calculated in the things that she says. She keeps trying to divert the conversation away from her being a bully because she does not want to get that edit. And she's not owning up to her mistakes because if she owns up to it, that will be what she walks away labeled as. So she's trying to just pretend like she's trying to sweep it under the rug and deflect as much as she can to avoid having a tough experience coming out of this is what I think. Of course, she did say the, the JV and the varsity. So. But honestly, but, is that that big of a deal? Like, I don't really point. think that that's that bad. JV and varsity, so what? It's a little mean girl, but like, I'm sorry, that's, that's Isn't that TV, what they want that's show? life. Like, that's what, in my opinion, if you try and filter people that much when they're on a show, then you're going to eventually not have any shows. Like, people have to have the freedom to say stuff like that. It's oh, like, tell me, no one's disagreeing with you on that, but, like, is is she, like, meant for Matt? Like, no. No, no. no but, but, but... And neither is Katie, for that matter. I Like, me and Angelica were laughing about that because we're obsessed with Katie, but then actually think about... Like, Katie, I feel like, is on a different show. She's not there to date Matt. <laughs> She's just there to be Katie. No, Katie is, like, for sure on, like, the, the Maury show. Like, she, like, <laughs> think about Katie and Matt together, the chemistry. Like, it's like, wait, do they no. actually even go together? I feel zero sexual chemistry between yeah, the two. yeah, yeah. But we love Katie. Same with MJ. She it does it's it's clear that she doesn't belong with Matt. That's it. But Rachel, on the other hand, my God. Wait, no, I want to hear your thoughts on MJ first. I I think MJ is someone that needs to reach out to me for services when she gets yeah. home. She's struggling. She's really she's got like walls up. Walls and walls. I don't know that MJ knows who MJ is, is is what I get from her. Yeah. I think that the hair um, is not a personality. Yeah, I agree. And I think she needs to understand who she is. Yeah. And for that, MJ, if you're listening, um, which I don't know that you are, you know, I don't know that we've, I don't know that we've reached you yet, uh, this <laughs> podcast. But that being said, if you are listening, MJ, um, feel free to hit me up. I, I coach many ex-reality stars and I'm willing to lead you in a direction of love. Caitlin is amazing, you guys. You have to check out her new digital course that she came out with. It's literally so good. Is it ad placement? This is our first ad that we've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Debunk yourself. A digital course that on kcoaching.com. That's amazing. Um, Yeah, so MJ, not great, but... Wait, wait, before we we go to Rachel, because everything you were just saying about... um, MJ, 
I actually really feel that way about Kit. I feel like Kit has so many walls up and she doesn't know who she is. I, it, I, it's actually breaking my heart watching her on TV because I feel like she has been in like so used to being in the spotlight for her entire life that she wants to be on TV, but she's terrified of being vulnerable and real. And now it's gotten to the point that she doesn't know who she is, is what I get from Kit. My heart actually breaks with every sentence that comes out of her mouth. She's also 21, though. Like, think about oh, yeah. think about you at 21. Like, oh, my God, she has so much more growth. I will say that this experience is probably going to be a really good thing for her, though, because I, I'm sure you can say the same, Tommy, but there, I don't think that there's anything more powerful, a more powerful thing than to be able to rewatch yourself and your behaviors and the things that you do. And it's, it's a beautiful form of reflection. And yeah. I think that if she watches herself... And she starts to recognize some of the behaviors that aren't necessarily like fitting to her. She has a great opportunity to change and and grow up a little at a young age. So, yeah. I mean, and hopefully that applies for all of them. Yeah, I agree. That's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I made an observation today. I thought she looks a little bit like Laura San Giacomo. I don't think that one person listening to this knows who Laura Santiago is. No, Laura San Giacomo. Okay, got it. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> so, Caitlin, this is the shit that we deal with. He just comes out of with random facts once in a blue moon. He has his list that he holds up. He takes notes for all week long, and then he tries to transition smoothly into the things so- on his list. It never goes. No, this this though. reminds me of my father. And then, did you also take notes while your son was on Big Brother? Well, that was off the cuff. Uh, there might have been a couple of days we took notes, but uh, those lives were, were were off the cuff. My father started a journal, and he made it to day two. And he <laughs> all all he wrote was um, um, confused, like fussy, not sure that we like, and like that's the end of the journal. So. Um, and then they just started drinking hard liquor for the episodes. I love him. That's so sweet. Caitlin's family's amazing, guys. FYI. I forgot that you met my dad. Oh, yeah. I met them all. I love them oh, all. Yeah. I love that. Okay, guys. Here's the thing that I lo- I just got to say it about Rachel. Tell us. Yes. You've been dying. She is one of the most beautiful girls. She's Uh literally one of the most beautiful girls I think I've ever seen in my life. But there's something so special. I'm so glad we got to see that one-on-one tonight because she's really very humble. Yes. And she has no idea how great she is. And I find that to be very endearing. And I think she's winning. I love her. I'm obsessed with her. I think she's... When you see her smile, your insides feel warm and fuzzy like we feel that smile inside of us when she looks Tommy I love you so much and I say this with so much respect but that was so gay (laughs) (laughs) I mean I'm literally watching The Bachelor and I have a full podcast room designed to just review The Bachelor and Bachelor okay so gay I said it before, I'll yeah. say it again. I what he say? He said, but I'm on the show. <laughs> I say it all the time. I curse the day I was born a heterosexual woman because I would just love nothing more than to be in the community. You're in it. You are in it. Stop it. You're a member. 
LGBTQ plus is all about inclusivity, and that's so you are more than welcome. You're a member, girl. I think there are a few people who disagree with you on that one, but I'm willing to I'm willing to join. I'm, this is your invitation. I'm, I'm, Thank I'm, you. I might have fallen off the back of a truck, but it's, it's good for now. <laughs> but yeah, Rachel is a doll. She's a yeah, doll. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that I'm like loving. No, honestly, that's it. Like it, it's it's them. That's it. Mm. I'm excited to see what happens, how this evolves. Well, I'm interested to see Heather Martin come in. Oh yeah. Oh, look at that transition. Right, that it. was good, Dad. <laughs> so Heather Martin's gonna come in, and the other girls now are gonna be like, "Who the f are you? Oh, Why right. are you here?" And I'm dying to see if it was the new girls. Yeah. If the like new that. girls turn around and say, "Heather Martin, why is she here?" then they are going to be contradicting themselves. They will be hypocrites to all the girls that got mad that they came in. So if one girl that was a new girl gets upset, I'm going to have some words on the next podcast. I'm going to have words on the next podcast as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, all right, let's 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 jump in with a little more drum. Let's see if you've really done your research here. Let's go. Let's take a step further with Heather Martin, a step further, which, by the way, We'll send you a photo um, for you to put up on our socials of me, Heather Martin, and Demi, and Morgan Willett. We met at an event last year. She was really great. Anyway, now have you seen that thing that Dylan from Paradise, you know Dylan and Hannah G, that couple? Are you guys familiar with them? Honestly, I wish Angelica was here. We just started watching The Bachelor with Peter's season, so we don't know any of these people. Okay, well then let me just make for the listeners for the listeners that are in Bachelor Nation. Over the weekend, there was a bit of a there's a guy that, you know, was on the Bachelorette at one point, then he went to Paradise and found Hannah G, which they're engaged, they're a very cute couple. They're okay. great. I guess Dylan was feeling a little frisky over the weekend and was going on a Twitter rampage, to say the least. And he's just like, I'm in the mood. I feel like, you know, airing some dirty laundry here. Like, I want to talk, like, about The Bachelor. Should I do it? And everyone's obviously like, yes, Yes. King, let's go. Great. So he starts answering questions. And one of the questions is, who who do you think is the most screwed over person from production, like, ever on bachelor and he said jed jed was the winner of hannah brown yes i met him he was on me and christy's flight yes Mm -hmm. yes yes um which is a very controversial thing for dylan to say considering like he like totally cheated and broke our sweet hannah brown's heart but allegedly i guess that's not true then this is why this is relevant then dylan begins to say also Heather, like they they screwed over Heather for what you're going to see. Like, and I have a prediction that, well, obviously I don't think she's lasting very long if she even lasts. And I think that they production probably said to her, like, no, like he's interested or like he has mentioned you or whatever, which then gave her the confidence to show up yeah. and then, and then sends her home. But yeah, you guys got to check out Dylan, uh, Dylan's Twitter, Dylan Barb, Boa or something. I don't know his last right. name, but We're go check it. it out because he he spills some some tea. Honestly, Caitlin, you spilled more tea than I think we've ever gotten on this podcast, and I'm so grateful for you. You need to come back. Like you need to be back once every two weeks. We need you. 
I don't know that the listeners are going to want that. Oh, no. Man, I, I want that. And I think the listen. I, everybody loves you. How could not everybody love you? She well, let me make request. something abundantly clear. Yes. Because for all of our listeners here, it was a dark time recently because it's like, yes, I agree. Like, who wouldn't want to listen to me, right? Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> but my podcast, Core Life Crisis, had a bit of a transition recently where yep. uh, we lost one of our members. <laughs> so now it's just Amanda and I, which... I'm totally fine with. Right. No hard feelings to Morgan. Great. We've lost since the announcement. We've lost about 275 Instagram followers since the departure of Morgan. And does that equivalent our value as a show? No, it no. doesn't. Does it feel not great? Absolutely. Oh, Caitlin. I'm sorry. We'll so it, it does make you question, like, should we really have like the biggest Morgan stands in the world listening to QLC that like all of a sudden now they're like, we're indebted to her and we can't listen to the show. It's like a little weird. I hear what you're saying. And that's why I'm going to just say this guys, it, any listeners, if you've enjoyed Caitlin, I know that every single one of you have because you're like me and I'm obsessed with her. Go listen to quarter life crisis. It's an amazing podcast. I listen to it on my car rides all the time. Let's try and get them some more listeners. Get some uh, real talk listeners. She's amazing, you guys. She has so much good insight. She's just so down to earth. You can talk to her about anything. She's so real. She'll dive in. Like, I've listened to her show and she'll dive in on crazy topics. She's extremely open. You know, you want to talk about real talk? That's what you get with Caitlin. That's why when we first got this equipment, I was like, we got to get Caitlin on. She's got to be the first guest. She's literally, she's one of us. So, guys, go listen to Quarter Life Crisis. You will not regret it. If you're looking for a new podcast, that's it. It's one of the podcasts I you, I listen to when I'm doing my walks. Oh, yeah, his walks. Oh, my God. You're like my mom. I actually just do a, a <laughs> shout-out to my mom in the last episode. I go, Amy, you're listening to this part. You're on the South Oyster Bay Road listening, doing a, a heavy jog or whatever is going on. I mean, I think podcasts are actually great to listen to on walks. It keeps mm-hmm. you distracted. Absolutely. Or car rides. Whenever I'm driving to the Bronx to Joey's house, I'm always popping one in. Joey lives in the Bronx? Yep, Joey's so in the Bronx. So how far is that drive? An hour. It's not bad. He's worth it, though. I'll oh, allow it. Joey's going to love that you said that. I'm not going to lie. If my father said that about someone I was dating, I would shit my pants of happiness. Like, I... That I, is just got chills. I just got no, chills. I just got chills. I got chills. That was it. That was the official, like, approval. That was the first time he's ever said anything like that. No, I've, I've said all, that. I've said, no, he's literally never said... Like, he's, he's always hinted, mm-hmm. but to that extreme, mm-hmm. never before. He's, he's worth, worth it. it, though. Yes, he is. He mm-hmm. is worth it. I will say in the short times and the short moments that I've met him via FaceTime, he just seems like a doll. He is a doll. He is so, we're so great together. Like we like just balance. Bring out the I think best it's balance. Each other. He's got to balance each other. Project a little more when he speaks though. Yeah. We, we call him Joey whispers. Cause yeah. he, we balance each other out. Like you said, <laughs> I'm the whispers. Joey whispers. <laughs> that's his rapper name. No, literally that's it. <laughs> Joey whispers on the track. <laughs> I love that. Welcome, Joey Whispers. I love Joey Whispers. That's amazing. 
Oh yeah, he's gonna love that because he was yelling at me today. He said, "Oh, I'm listening to your podcast where you talk about uh, you know." Wait, he was yelling or he was whispering? No, he he, he he yeah he was not yelling. He was complaining. Let's just call it yeah. that. That's the better way yeah. to put it. He was yeah. complaining to me today because he said on one of the podcasts you made it sound like I'm crazy. So he's gonna be very happy that we're talking him up right now. Yeah. So that that was um. We actually had a, a whole skit on the hot, crazy ma- matrix. Yeah, which is <laughs> terrible, 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 which we're not getting into again. It's it's too much. Please. I can't. Um, you, you can look it up on YouTube. Anyway, <laughs> we're done with that hot, crazy scale. Um, Caitlin, we love you so much. You're the best. Guys, thanks for having me on. Thanks for like talking said with us. before, it was an honor. I'm going to come visit you soon um, in Brooklyn. We're so excited. Oh, yeah. Angelica's going to do your hair February 11th. I know. I'm literally a monster that I was like, I don't want to drive to Staten Island, so I'll just pay you double if you come here. And now I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, Caitlin, who the fuck do you think you are, number one? Like, I'm not swimming in funds here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just a regular girl, like, trying to get by, like, coaching and doing my shit. Like, sure, like, I can fend for myself. But, like, what the fuck? Like, who do I think I am? But in moments, I... Come to Staten Island. We'll have a day. But I also want to come to Brooklyn. Then we could... We'll figure it out. We'll text each other. We'll figure it out. It's all good. Um, Guys. Victoria, are you coming? Uh, yeah, I, this is the first I'm hearing, but if you're getting your hair done, I'll be there. <laughs> yes! You. Wait, okay, you know I'm who I'm going to have come? What? You know who I'm going to have join us? Who? My friend that's going to be going on, so you can meet. Great. Can't wait. Love that. All right. Love. So pumped. Wow. Okay, great. Guys, look up, defunk yourself, and mm-hmm. quarter life crisis. Those are the two plugs, our first two ads. For Caitlyn, you just <laughs> honestly, like everyone needs more Caitlyn Herman in their lives. So go out and seek it in any way possible that you can find it. <laughs> Wait, should I try to get a discount code for my course for your listeners? I, I would. Yes, I would love that. Please. Uh, guys, it's amazing. It, it really okay, is. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to my people. And I'll put it on my Instagram. I'll talk to my people. Oh, yes. Talk to your people. Talk to my people. And by my people, I'm like this one girl I hired one time and I paid her like two times and her name's Sterling. Like, that's it. Okay, so I'll talk to my people. Guys, thanks so much for having me on. I will say it takes a very, very special group of people to keep me up this late. I know. Um, thank you. We we said, thank you. you know, we called you later than we said too. So thank you for bearing I'm with our technical difficulties. I'm a grandmother. So I love you guys. All right. We love you so much. You. You're the best, Caitlin. Take Bye. care, Caitlin. Bye. Bye. She's the best. She really is so good. Like, yeah. how do we even continue an episode after that? I was honestly. a little starstruck. I, to be honest with you. Starstruck? Yeah. Oh, I know. Honestly, she really, she's amazing. <laughs> it, it, well, I, I get it. I was just listening to the conversation. Like, I just have so much love for her and just like, ah, so much respect too. Like, she is somebody that constantly wants to better herself. She's always looking to grow. She makes the people around her better. She's, she really just like is a light in the world, honestly. I love her. Um, all right, guys. So I think we can finish up, right? Let's wrap Sounds up. Sounds good. Um, on I just want to let everybody know that today I did some shoveling. Yeah. And um, I might have hurt, given myself stomach hernias. No, that's not possible. That's not possible that you gave yourself... Yeah, you pulled a muscle probably. I'm sorry. You don't know what it looked like. It was very disfigured. 
What? Disfigured? Yeah. M- m- mommy, she saw me. She goes, ooh. You mean distended. Yeah, it was bad. What do you mean? I'm very confused. Like On my stomach, right? My but nice also, why stomach. are you... Your nice red stomach. Why are you bringing this up on the podcast? Like, well, who wants to hear you, about your you protruding said, stomach? You said we'll talk about the real life stuff after the after Caitlyn leaves. Oh my gosh! So you that's really what I was to doing. Tell everybody about your stomach. All right, guys. Anyway, but I want to thank you then to come in and save me as I was shoveling the second time. Yeah, I shovel most of the thing. The second yeah. time, I did that the first time. Ooh, Got it. Hit the, hit the microphone. I love to shovel. I do. Yeah, you're a little crazy. All right, guys. Uh, all right, listen, I, I, we're I gonna we'll enough. see you next week. We love you all so much. It's been real. <laughs> it's, it's been. Real. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.